Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnah's Kalayim, Perak Tess, Mishnah Aleph, and Mishnah Beis. And today's Mishnahs are being learned by Chosrov Shalom Zalman of Zagos and Rezit of Chayyim Zachalatzim. They should be benched with Asachat Slach and Siyat Shmaya. Good health, Parnas of Shefa, and Cult of Sela. Now we're going to be getting into talking about Kalayim of Begadim, namely Shatnis. Mishnah Aleph tells us Ein Asar Mishum Kalayim Elotzemer Pishtim. The only Isser of Kalayim of Begadim of Shatnis is wool and linen. It's very important to note that the wool that we're talking about over here is sheep's wool, not any other wool. And linen is linen. Ve'Ein Matayim Benegayim Elotzemer Pishtim. And also the only type of clothing that can become tummy with Nagayim, which is saras, that is clothing which is tzemer or pishtim. Another halacha, the only types of clothing that Kahanim wear in the base of Mikdash is tzemer and pishtim. The mission continues, tzemer gemalim and tzemer echelim shetrafan zebazeh, camel hair and sheep's wool that were mixed together. The question is, is he allowed to put some linen into this mixture? Imroiv menagmalim mutter. If the majority of this mixture, meaning more than 50% of this mixture, is camel hair, so then he's allowed to put linen in it. Swol is batal beroiv, and we look at this as being completely camel hair and not any sheep's wool. However, if the majority is sheep's wool, so then no linen is allowed. If it's 50-50, usher, it's still usher to put some linen inside. That's because there isn't majority of camel hair. And the same thing says the Mishnah, if he makes linen and hemp together, if there's more than 50% hemp, so then he is allowed to put some wool into this. If there's less than 50% hemp, or even exactly 50% hemp, 50% linen, so then it would be usher to put some wool into this. And moving on to Mishnah Beis, Hashirayim, silk. Silk is very similar to linen. Vahakalach, which is some sort of material which is very similar to wool, and Bahamishum Kilayim, there's no Kilayim issues. So you're allowed to make a garment of silk and wool or of kalach and linen. However, it's also to do such a thing because of Myers People don't necessarily know that this silk is silk. They might think that it's linen, and therefore you would not be allowed to make a garment of silk and wool. Now the Mepharshim point out that this was only back in the day when people didn't really know what silk was. However, nowadays everyone knows what silk is and they know that silk is not linen, therefore you are allowed to make a garment of wool and silk. The mission continues, Hakar Maksasais, mats and cushions that are made out of wool and linen, and there's no issue of kilayim, you're allowed to sit on them. As long as a person's skin doesn't touch them, if he's fully clothed, or if there's something on top of this mat or cushion and he's not going to be touching it, so then he would be allowed to sit on it, that is midda'iraisa. However, midra'banan, it's usr, because the chacham are afraid that a small thread is going to come and wrap itself on him, and then that's going to be considered like he's bent from or he's wearing kalaim and therefore midrabanan it would be also to sit on a mat or a cushion which is kalaim. The mission continues in Ari la kalaim. There's no such thing as Ari when it comes to shatnas. Ari over here is best translated as temporary or casual, meaning a person is not allowed to put on a garment, a suit, a blanket, or something like that which is made out of shatnas, even just for a moment. If it's shatnas, it's usur even for a very short amount of time. And the mission continues, Vlayalbash Kalaim, Afilwagabe Asara. He's allowed to wear shatnas even though it's on top of ten garments. He's wearing three undershirts, three shirts, three sweaters and on top of all that, he's wearing a coat, which is kelaim. That's usr. And lastly, Mishnah concludes, Afil ligneves This is even if he wants to try to evade tax. They would charge people a certain amount of tax based off of the amount of clothing they were bringing in. However, if a person's wearing that clothing, so he doesn't have to pay that tax. So he thinks to himself, I'm just going to wear all my kelaim, so I don't have to pay tax on it. The moment I get through the border, I'll just be able to take it off. I'm not really wearing it to benefit from it. I'm just trying to evade the tax. That's usr as well, says the Mishnah. Now, it's important to know that the tan of this Mishnah is not the same one as the tan of Mishnah Hay, which tells us that there are certain circumstances where a person is allowed to wear kilayim. This time holds that a person is never allowed to wear kilayim, even for a split second, even for a moment, even just casually, even just to evade taxes. The Tana Mishnahay tells us that there are certain circumstances that a person is allowed to wear kilayim. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Gimel and Dalid. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.